0: Hey everybody, it's Aaron from the Arameta Show. Just to remind you that the deadline for submitting questions to Craig Bartlett is the 17th of September of 2017. Again, that's the 17th of September of 2017. If you want to email him a question, it's askcraig2017 at arameta.co.uk. That's askcraig2017 at arameta.co.uk. You can ask him anything from Hey Arnold to Claymation Effects to the TV series to the movie to the upcoming Jungle Movie. No doubt you'll have some questions about that. And also the Patakis as well. So again, the email address, askcraig2017 at arameta.co.uk. Dakota, UK. That's Askraig 2017 at zaramatta.co.uk
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna
2: take this anymore! I'm gonna show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary!
0: I'm
1: back, baby.
0: Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is The Aaron Meta Show. 25 years old. It's crazy. Super Mario Kart came out this week. 25 years ago, it was one of my most favorite racing games. There was another racing game called Nigel Mansell. Yeah, championship racing, but uh, nothing compared to uh, Super Mario Kart. total, utter legend of a game. And I, uh, yeah, I'm happy 25th birthday to uh, everyone who's uh, probably playing it now and celebrating it. So, all good today. This is the Aaron Show. It is the 3rd of September of 2017. Thank you very much for checking out the show. I've uh, also with me is Patricia. Hello, everyone. Hey, how's it going?
3: I'm doing good, thank you.
0: Yeah. Uh, quite a week for me, uh, I think. Uh, but uh, mind you, there is a lot of stuff going on in the background at the moment. So, uh, no doubt we'll be going through all that. Uh, later on in in the show, but uh, mind you, uh, let's uh, let's get started on some of the stuff that uh, we have got announcements. We've got a lot of Hey Arnold stuff uh, to uh, to announce at the uh, very beginning of the show. So uh, I'm just going to play out uh, Super Mario Kart there, and uh, also, uh, but uh, you know, I, I love that box art. It just every time I see it, it's just you know, it's. Uh, uh, you know, watching everyone just racing there. It makes me want to play the game now. So, uh, you know, hey, maybe that maybe, might be my uh, next Let's Play that I'm not done in uh, God knows how many months. So uh, you <laughs> know, maybe, I might, maybe I might get back to doing that at some point. So, uh, by the way, that's on my Twitter feed. So if you want to check me out on Twitter, it's uh, Twitter, it's uh, at meta show. And uh, so if you want to find out on Twitter, you can have a look for it for yourself. But uh, let's go to my Facebook page just for a second, because uh, this is uh, going to be uh, one of the uh things that we're definitely looking forward to and that is the hey arnold uh, never lose hope tour uh, it's the unofficial uh, tour that i'm doing across the united kingdom and so there are two meetups going on in london uh, there is a meetup in manchester and there is a meetup in birmingham so the two ones that are up in there actually and also on top of that they're also part of the mcm fringe meetings now so where uh, they're on the fringe events uh, website so if you go to uh, the mcm uh, comic-con website and if you go to the uh, mcm london fringe events uh, page you can actually see them on the uh, uh, on, on the page there, so you can definitely join them from there. And uh, we've had uh, like maybe one, maybe two people. Uh, wanted to join them. so yeah come on everybody uh, You know, all Hey Arnold fans come over to uh, celebrate the fact that we got the Jungle movie out so uh, if you want to make make your way down to there it's uh, the 27th of October on uh, it's at the XL Center in London so if you want to purchase tickets there it's uh, on the event page there as well so we're there Friday between uh, 12 and 1 and also there Saturday uh, 12 to 1 as well so you we definitely want to check that out and also on top of that if you uh, want to go to uh, all the other ones uh, we've got one in Manchester which is a Stockport County football club and that is going to be. Be the Unleashed event there, so that's going to be on the 5th of November, and then we're going to be ending it on the uh, 18th of November with the uh, with the Neverlose Hope Tour, a panel uh, meet up in the NEC in Birmingham. So that's also MCM uh, Birmingham as well. So uh, if you go to the uh, onto the events page there, if you put yourself down, and also don't forget to purchase the tickets as well because you're definitely going to want to do that. And uh, also uh, just for a heads up about the stop up one, if you purchase tickets from there and you get the uh, the early bird or the priority tickets, make sure you at home to collect them because if you don't you'll need to sign for them when you get them and then if you don't you'll get a slip through the door having to uh, make you make you go to the uh, to the sorting office so uh, you might want to just keep an eye out for that so if you try and order them, try and order them on the day that you're going to get them through the post and you're actually going to be there so that's my with that with mcm you don't have that problem you know basically you, you sign up for it and they give you the tickets electronically for email so you don't have any problems with that and uh just to remind you, also on the uh, on the Hey Arnold fan day that we've got on the first of October. Now I'm setting a deadline now for the seventeenth of September. So uh, if you want to get yourself on the Hey Arnold fan day, there are um, there are some places still left for it. So if you email guests at uk and you put in the subject line Hey Arnold fan day and uh, put yourself down for that, and uh, so we're definitely and that's going to be a week. Before our big interview with Craig Barlow, and he's going to probably tell us a bit more about uh, Hey Arnold, and also maybe Hey Arnold: The Jungle Movie. Basically, whatever you want to ask him. So, uh, just actually keep that in mind as well. Actually, I've been keeping an eye on the uh, the email things. This is one thing I'm going to do, and I've always made this a rule: we're not going to do spoiler questions. So, if you're going to ask spoiler questions, don't bother. So, if you're going to, if you want to ask just any uh, questions that you think uh, will just intrigue your uh, c- c- your curiosity about the Jungle Movie, then, or if about the Patakis or about whatever. So, if you email ask Craig twenty seven 2017 at arameter.co.uk. That's ask Craig. 2017 at If You can ask him anything about claymation effects, about uh, you know, Hey Arnold TV series itself. You know, no doubt he's uh, got a lot more, uh, but to say about that. And uh, so, uh, yeah, definitely ask him some questions in regards to, uh, to all of this. And uh, and that's uh, that's pretty much all the Hey Arnold stuff that we've got. So, uh, um, let's. Uh, so I think we've got videos. I think to uh, to start off with. So uh, I'm just having a look through the. Uh through the schedule, seeing out uh, what we've what we've actually got. So, um, shall we start with our first video and uh, get this going? Hello, I think we just lost Patricia. I think, um, yeah, I think she's probably just gone off to uh, to do something else. But mind you, while we do that, um, I think we'll just do a. I think we we'll do a talking piece. I think for the uh, first bit, and that is that uh, there's going to be. An animation magazine is uh, is saying that so there's going to be a. Uh, an event uh, that's going to be uh, asking about the. So he's going to be talking Hello? about the. Oh, hey, hey okay. am, Sorry. Oh, no, sorry.
3: Uh, cameras, cameras on. Uh, camera and microphones on the fridge So apologies.
0: Oh, okay then. Um, well, so you can't see the show again, or. Uh... Yeah, I
3: could. I could still see it.
0: You can still see the show. Okay, then that's fine. Um, so um, let's take a look at the. Uh... So let's play our first video then. So let me get on to. Answer uh, that. So shall we? Uh, shall we look at our first video? Um, yeah, let's do um, it. Okay, then give me one second. Uh, need to, uh, I was preparing to basically get our talking piece up, but uh, I've, uh, obviously we're, we're skipping that, so let's get this first thing up.
4: Alright, let's do it. Bikers for Trump. They came to Phoenix to show support for their president, and they said to stop protesters from harassing those who wanted to attend the rally. Why is it always biker gangs now?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I, it's it's crazy to me. I mean, it's like you know, and when in doubt, get a biker gang to yeah, exactly. show off how bad as you are.
0: There's a there's a biker gang. Isn't there like a biker bunch of bikers for like you know stopping like Westboro Baptist Church protesters, and uh, then we had those biker gangs in Venezuela for all like all them protesters, and now we got these guys. It's like yeah, the,
3: it's crazy.
0: It's big heavy guys on bikes. Like you know, I think they've been watching too much of the Terminator, in my opinion. But whatever.
4: Mm. Charlottesville is still fresh in the memory. Two radically opposing visions for America clashed, blood was spilled, people died. We don't want to see anybody get hurt. You know? The bikers condemned white supremacists and neo-Nazis, so eventually did Donald Trump. But he was slow and equivocal. Many saw in him a president who emboldened
1: racists. For all of us here, Father, too. Go and protect uh, people from uh, threats of violence from protesters. And Father, you say? But
4: America is in the grip of a cultural war so polarizing, you might wonder whether the two sides lived on the same planet.
2: Obama, for the last eight years, has emboldened people to come out and be violent because there's been no consequences for any of it. What proof have you got of
0: that?
3: Yeah, what proof? I, I haven't, I mean, sure, I've seen, yeah. like, occasional, uh, you know, like... Um, you know, riots going on about like, you know, they take Obama statues and they burn them, but like any violence? I don't think I can recall on that. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, I mean, I mean,
0: obviously the, uh, I mean, let's get this in mind. I never really, I mean, I, I supported Obama for, for president in 2008, but when, I think when we saw what he eventually became, I think, uh, you know, uh, he was, um, you know, his foreign policy was probably no better than George W. Bush. And, mm. uh, you know, when, when you look back at it and, uh, you know, he was a very disappointing you know, pre- president when you look at the uh, overall picture. I mean, it's like uh, uh, the sad thing about Obama is, is that uh, they, they look at him and say, it's, uh, you know, he was the first, you know, African-American president of the United States. But, you know, what more? I mean, besides, and, you know, with uh, with healthcare not really being the way it should be, it's like, you know, what else can you really say about him? You know, mm-hmm. so he, he's disappointing, but uh, saying that he's inciting violence, I think I think he's a bit of a stretch, in my opinion.
2: And he's sure. telling people, you know, that uh, the only the only person in the world that can be a racist is a white man. You know, I mean, so uh, yeah, it concerns me that that's the atmosphere in the country today.
0: Well, I mean, if you're like, I mean, I can understand some sentiment saying that, you know, if you, uh, you know, only white people feel like you know they can be given the racist. Uh, you know, lingo, but it's, you know, it's, uh, I don't believe that. I believe, you know, I believe anyone can be racist, you know, against anyone. Sure,
3: anybody can be racist for anything. Like, yeah. you know, I know, I knew some people like, uh, Lexi, I knew this one person who, um, you know, her daughter was marrying a person who was not of their race and, you know, she wasn't white and, you know, she was like really, really against it and so much so that she didn't even want to speak to her daughter. She kind of disowned her hmm. and she said, I won't come back into your life until you leave this man. And she didn't. And they've been married for like 10 years and she hasn't heard from her mother since. So it's, it's yeah.
0: awful, isn't it? It's like, you know, it's like it's just your crying out loud. It's, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's like it makes me wonder what, you know, if uh, something, you know, something terrible happens, like, you know, what, what, how would she react? It's like you know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I, I, I sometimes wonder. I was on top of that as well. It's like uh, you know. Uh, in regards to like you know, anyone can be racist. I mean, I believe that there's uh, in North Korea. I think they believe themselves to be kind of like you know, uh, ethnically superior. I think to uh, I think in some in some circles in uh, in the in the Jewish theology or whatever they believe in. And you know that isn't Kim Jong Un, but yeah, true.
4: Off camera, one man told me he hated black people. Oh wow. That's racist. <laughs>
0: There you go. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> Getting the wonder shows <laughs> chosen clip. Well, 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 I mean, it's like I, also. That I said, he said he couldn't say it off camera. It's like you know, it's uh, you know. It's, the, you know so on top of that, it's like if uh, racists are so emboldened, it's like you know, uh, why are they saying things off camera and not saying them straight to you know for everyone else to, uh, else to see? It's like you know, it's like uh, well, except for you know, obviously there's those those white, white nationalists, but you know. Uh, Actually, I don't know if you heard about that in the Charlottesville. You know, some of these white supremacists that came out to actually protest. You know, like when uh, they've actually been like IDing them on the internet, and uh, yeah, there's been like some people have been like wrongly identified. And obviously, that's terrible. But uh, you know, the minute they've been identified, like their families, their employers, people around them have like just been totally distancing themselves from them. Mm. Just, you know, so uh, like uh, you, you can tell how you know it's shameful it all is. You know, it for it is go, absolutely
3: yeah. shameful yeah. that, you know, at this day and age, we are um, racist to any race. But, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, but, this, but at this point in time, with everything that's been going on, any th- little thing that they say that they're against, I'm, I'm pretty much not surprised at this point.
1: Yeah.
4: On camera, others rejected the Ku Klux Klan. They were more reticent, but no less angry.
1: I think they're trying to start a civil war, to be honest. Who is the government. Okay,
0: I, 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 isn't this just kind of like the, the 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 right wing, you know, middle of uh, in a trailer park in Alabama, talking point? Pretty much of this, uh, this. It's just it's, uh, you know, like uh, what? No, everyone keeps saying like, oh, the government's going to start a civil war. The government's going to start a civil war. They've been saying this for decades. And It's like you know, it's like yeah, there's uh, there's tension politically between that, but it's always call it civil war. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I I I mean I guess you know I've been seeing a lot of um like pictures lately about you know with uh, with everything that's been going on, they're kind of questioning about, like, you know, what's going to, st- uh, you know, which is going to start first, uh, World War Three or Civil War Two. So yeah. I guess a lot of people have that in mind. You know what? I think we need
0: to stop talking about war and just kind of find our, find our ball, ball bearings again. It's just, you know, it's just like it's, uh you know, we you talking about, you know, war with this, war with that? It's like, you know, well, why don't we try avoiding that situation? It's like, you know, it's. Yeah, that would Anyone be nice if we can
4: avoid war. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Who
2: knows? Yeah, I'll be the first to take up arms, man. Take what do you up mean? arms. Take up arms for my country. You know, if they go on, come down on our soil, I'm ready to defend it.
0: You know, some of these, some of these Americans who talk about I'm going to pick up a gun and fight for my country. It's like you know, they couldn't even win a war against a Big Mac, let alone win a war against uh, you know, uh, against another person.
3: You know, I mean, if they're willing to sacrifice this much, you know, just so they can defend something. I mean, defend something that is worthwhile defending. Like, you know, help out the people who are suffering from Hurricane Harvey or even the ones who suffered from India. They went through a flood recently and, you know, a hurricane. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of things to defend and to, you know, fight for causes. But nope, it's like, let's defend people who are different from us from entering into our country. I guess land of opportunity and the great melting pot of our country, I guess that's pretty much become cumbersome and moot.
0: You know what's indefensible? Mm. That neck tattoo. Uh. <laughs> How horrendous <laughs> is that? I mean, uh. I, don't, I don't understand people who get these types of tattoos. Like, you know, tattoos on the... I mean, I do know someone with a face tattoo. I will be honest with you. And, uh, yeah, like Mike, think, Mike Tyson has a face tattoo. Yeah, yeah. But I also know someone personally who also has a face tattoo as well. But, uh, you know, his kind of makes a bit of sense. But, uh, you know, in regards to, like, tattoos like this, it's like, you know, can you imagine walking into a, you know, a good paying job with that tattoo on your neck? Mm. You know, just, well, besides who, who isn't a WWE wrestler or uh, you, know, a, you know a UFC fighter or something like that, I don't know. But uh, Yeah, it's, it it's looks, crazy. It looks horrendous. But,
3: yeah.
2: That's just the way I look at it. All these other liberals now are all goody-goody and they want everybody just to, you know, all this and all that, you know, but you know what, nothing ever gets done. It's all talk. It's all behind doors. We need to bring more stuff out. Get things more done.
0: You know what frustrates me with this? You know, liberals like, you know, talk about that. Oh, the liberals want to do this, the liberals want to do that, and they can't actually define what liberalism actually is.
3: Hmm. Liberal is, for a lot of people, it's like, oh, it's, it's something that is not democratic or republican. There's a lot more to being a libertarian.
0: Yeah. They also associate with the left as well. Let me safely say this at least in my country, there are many people on the left who aren't very liberal. You know, like hmm. they are so. Fixated, I would say it goes towards kind of like you know, the I would say Soviet style leftism, you know, in regards to how you know, and that's not very liberal at all. So, you know, it's like you know, the idea of liberty, the idea of being liberal as being kind of free, you know, is what you know, so you know, it frustrates me when people seem to it kind of sounds like they're arguing against their own logic in a way. And just, you know, this is what kind of like you know, one American news network and Fox News and all these other, you know right-wing crazy stations are all doing to these people it's it's, uh, it's ridiculous
4: it's heartbreaking yeah do you think donald trump is getting things done slowly yes he's trying i believe that he's
2: really trying he's got to clean up the mess before he can you know he's got to clean up the parking lot to make it look good shame on you shame on you
4: in downtown Phoenix, protesters gathered throughout the sweltering afternoon as they watched Donald Trump's supporters arrive.
2: Shame on you, racist!
4: I mean,
0: I, I kind of, you know, I know people are quite emotional about, you know, one side or the other, but so here's, here's my thing about this, and some people might not like me for saying this, but I don't believe every single Donald Trump supporter is a racist.
3: No, I don't think so either, absolutely not. No.
0: I mean, some people who I knew who supported Donald Trump was more about the problem was the with the system, which I think all of us would argue about. You know, the fact is, this this the system. Which is the problem. Not the fact that, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't believe it's a particular ideology. I don't particularly think it's a particular, uh, you know, uh, group of people which, uh, you know, I think are, uh, you know, politically, I believe, uh, the problem. It's, it's the actual structure itself, which is the problem. The electoral system, the, um, the, 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 the people, the, like the lobbyists who are, uh, are behind, behind some of the, uh, you know, the people. Like, you know, they say that, you know, some of these politicians who come up, they should be uh, wearing, you know, they should probably, like, wear, like, you know, spot- like spot- sponsorship jackets you know about who the you know who basically they're taking money from when they're going up and speaking in the in the in congress um, that's
3: ridiculous uh, i mean you know we might as well go back into the days of like um you know wearing presidential pins to mm. support our presidents you know it's just I think that
0: uh, you know it's, it's, the pro- it's the problem with the system itself I believe not the necessary problem with the with with, with the people and so you know, yeah but, you know, I think people and people say oh well, how can you say that you know the people aren't the problem here it's like you know well if you have a system that brings these people to the forefront like Ted Cruz for example it's like you know you, you, that, you, that, that's not necessary that, that he's a, basically a symptom of the problems that we have you know
1: so. mm. no Nazi sympathizers get out of here.
4: Each side taunted the other across a police cordon designed to prevent a repeat of Charlottesville.
2: If you get shot by a police officer while resisting arrest, you might bleed
0: out and die. Well, have you uh, I mean how about that nurse? I mean what you that, have you seen actually seen that video of that nurse who was wrongfully arrested in that in that Yes, yeah. I have seen it. Yes, yeah, like, you know, oh so I guess in this guy's logic if he you know if he if she resists arrest, you know, but even though he, he was it was his bloody fault that uh, you know he wasn't following his own rules. You know, if he shoots, in you know, it's, her, it's apparently it's her fault. Yeah, no, that's the problem with some of these you know loony Trump supporters that we've got.
4: It's really extraordinary.
0: Twitler, um, it's like I don't know. It's like I I find I find that kind of like tiresome a little bit. You know, it's like yeah, I do admit that. Uh, yeah, according to. Um, uh, I mean, I heard of the story. I don't know who, where I heard it from, but uh, apparently, uh, like one of Donald Trump's wives put up an allegation, his ex wives, I think it was his third one, I think it was, put up an allegation that apparently he had like a book of, uh, like you know, Hitler quotes or Mein Kampf or something like that. So, like, yeah, I, I, I do remember that, but uh, I don't know. It's like, you know, I remember hearing these, you know, uh, comparing, you know, presidents to Hitler, you know, first, you know, I've heard it from, you know, liberals talking about Bush. I've heard it from conservatives talking about Obama. It's like, you know, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's just—it just feel like it's going. It's a continuity of what we've what we've had previously, really, in regards to that. Well, you know, huh. you know. I guess some credit for creativity. I guess. Sure. A
4: visit by a sitting president, with all the respect that Americans have for that office, can produce this kind of reaction.
0: Well, they've not had respect for that office for a good long time. Uh, at least, you know, for uh, and uh, I remember back in the Bush years. You know, and also the Obama years. It's like you know, it's uh, this is kind of what happens, really. I think in, uh, in at least you know, this is on a ma- more massive scale than it was before. But uh, you know, this this isn't this isn't new. It's like uh, I mean, this 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 is a lot larger in scale than what it was before. But uh, you know, in regards to uh, you know both sides, you know, disagreeing over uh, you know who's sitting in the White House. You know, that's that's a that's a trait that's been going on for a good couple of decades, at least.
3: Yeah, it's it's been pretty much around. I mean, you know, like we can even look back to history like even with like the second presidency with John Adams, um in any way you guys who have ever seen like the miniseries or even read the original book by um by David McCullough, he it was basically saying like a lot of the people um especially the politics uh, politicians who uh were running against Adams, they didn't like him compared to Washington. You know, he did all these rules and laws that you know, at the time, was like really confusing, and sometimes it didn't even work out very well. But you know, we look back on Adams as like one of the great presidents, but back then he wasn't as liked compared to like compared to Washington in the previous years.
0: I'll tell you, I don't think we can compare him to Trump. To be honest with you, I think uh, I, I I will have to I will have to look at you know all the presidents that uh, you know America has had, and have to say Donald Trump is probably the worst. I think, mm. you know, you know so it's kind of
3: funny because um uh i was doing i was watching uh cps sunday morning uh, right before trump was elected they were talking about like who was the worst president and they were uh doing a poll and according to a lot of historians they say that james buchanan was the worst president and they talked about like oh well, what were the things that he did and he they said that uh, he pretty much did like mostly nothing and some of the stuff that he did do it was pretty much um didn't really matter and um, while I was, you know, answering a question on one of my live streams, it turns out like one of my followers was actually um, a descendant of Buchanan by being like his great, 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 great nephew or something, because Buchanan is the only president as of right now who has never been married. So, you know, it's like, oh, really? You were you were his like his descendant? And, you know, I just basically, you know, felt a little embarrassed. It's like, oh, I this one of his relatives like distant you know but i was like oh what, what do i say i was like i'm sorry so yeah. i mean i was just you know seeing about what the cbs sunday morning said it wasn't like my personal opinion you know
0: yeah i think my grandmother once told me that she once saw gandhi so, really yeah, I oh, think, nice. yeah yeah it's uh, i don't remember hearing about that story i mean i'll have to get her to tell me again i can't remember all the details but uh yeah she did she did she did recall <sighs> that so uh she was uh because i'm from the my my uh, paternal family histories from, like, from the uh, northern Punjab region. So uh, we're kind of like based around there and going kind of around, uh, around, the around the border of Pakistan. So. Uh, hmm.
4: Oh, nice nice. But the gulf now between this side and that side is so great; it's very hard to see them finding any kind of common ground at all.
0: Well, I mean, if we look at how polarising you know, the the talk has been, you know, mm. the, uh, it's like it's not surprising that you know there is this massive gulf. You know, it's, and uh, we, really, we haven't. Uh, I mean, and also on top of that, I think a lot of our modern ne- media is also sort of to blame for that as well. Because what you got, uh, you got the Huffington Post on one side, and then you got like uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the Daily Caller on the other, and you know they're all consuming this uh, information through a scope, and uh, they're not really, they're not really exchanging information. You know, uh, you know, to, to kind of trade. You know, what's right and what's wrong. So of course you're going to end up with stuff like this.
3: But- you know, it's kind of funny. I, I, Again, I once read an article about, like, you know, feeding the trolls. And uh, my friend um, was talking about uh, – he left a comment about, about, on that and said, like, you know, I, I was taught, as long as I can remember, to ignore people, to not feed the trolls, as they say. Mm. And then he said, and now in this day and age – you know the trolls have found a way to feed themselves and to you know work together and uh, if you don't agree with the trolls then they'll attack you and you are pretty much overpowered because pretty much a lot of the people agree with them well that, i
0: mean they... the, the trolls basically changed tactics they basically became bloggers and journalists you know so yeah. it's <laughs> like
3: well i mean i guess you could say that in you know in some perspective sure
0: yeah
4: Both sides invoke those same three letters, but in Trump's America, they're having trouble agreeing on what USA should actually mean. Do any of you um, have any understanding about where the people on the other side of the barricades are coming from? You do. You do. Raise your hand if you do. You have family,
5: right? T- tell me about that. Um, they feel very strongly that what Mr. Trump.
0: I love that shirt in the background. Science is not a liberal conspiracy. Amen to that. Like, you know, He's <laughs> like, I can't believe how anti-science some you know Republicans and you know even Trump supporters are. It's like you know they they're so you know out there that they don't even believe facts. It's just you know it's uh, and they get, and they go on the right saying, like, oh, this is all fake news and stuff like that. It's, no, it's not. It's like, you yeah. know it's just it's uh, you know if uh, the, this is this is science. If science is not an opinion, it's science. It's like, you know, it's just, it's uh,
5: Began with the ideas about the economy meant something and that he could make change. And they, I don't think, are willing to now say, that's not working, it's backfiring and it's turning into a campaign of hate. And we're having trouble talking to each other. So if that's happening in my own family, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people over there are having
4: those same kinds of emotion. Arizona has some of the most relaxed gun laws anywhere in the United States and on both sides.
0: Where- I don't understand taking guns to process. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just, it's, uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's like the
3: equivalent of, um, you know, uh, if you were going over to like a health food store, it, you, you know, you enter in there eating a hamburger.
0: I know it's like it's uh, it's like you know oh I've got to go you know I've got to go to the gas station okay but I'll load up my rocket launcher and uh, you know uh, take the tank out for a ride it's like you know come on it's it's like this is not this this is you know you think this is like in some third world country where you know law law and order is just broken down so you know you know police officers are there why do you need this it's unnecessary totally and utterly unnecessary.
4: We're paraded in plain sight. I'm an American. I'm a card resident. There were some angry confrontations, but no violence between Donald Trump's supporters and his detractors. His presidency may be divisive, but it is also invigorating political debate. Trump's getting nothing done. The only thing he's signed is legislation no, to no, take you, away. No, because he's signed more. Right. There's
0: no, you're wrong. I love this. Like, they just talk past each other. You know, it's like you know they just dismiss each other's points, and it's like you know even if they are legitimate, it's just like no, you're wrong. It's just you know, it's just it's uh, that's. Uh, it it does amaze me how they expect you know anything to get done when all they do is talk past each other and don't uh. even you know acknowledge their own their own points. So you know we've re- I think we've really forgotten. And, and also don't, give us, don't get don't get me wrong everybody. So like, you know, I'm not saying that Britain is perfect either. It's like you know our country's got a lot of shitty problems to deal with, including Brexit. And uh, but you know it's just it's now if we can't seem to properly debate or listen to one another, then we're seriously going to have problems in the future. Like, you know, like, this is not going to get better.
3: No, it's going to get worse. Mm.
0: To also, on top of that, why is he campaigning? He's the president. Well, you know, he's an incompetent businessman who thinks he's a president, but, you know, why, why is he out doing these rallies? He's like, is he really that insecure about himself?
3: Yeah, I guess he is, because... You know, you with him going through the twitters and all that stuff, and people leaving a whole bunch of negative comments, it's like he has to defend himself. It's like, you know, don't defend yourself with words. Defend yourself with action. You know, if you wanna, if you wanna be a good president, and if you wanna show that you really care about this country, then actually do something positive. I mean, how many laws has he, you know, how many brand new laws has he posted over the couple of months that he's been president? None. The only thing he's been doing is like you know, cutting off a whole bunch of organizations with their funds and, you know, pretty much trying to remove as much as what Obama did, you know, saying like, oh, everything that Obama did, no, 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 we're going to get rid of that. And I'm going to make, you know, the country as it once was. So, yeah, it's basically taking the country backwards.
0: The only thing they're going to end up with out of this is a half built wall. It's like, you know, and even I bet you that uh, you know the next guy who comes and takes over from me probably will end up knocking it down. I don't, I don't yeah, know why exactly it's like
3: a, uh, you know I, I guess it's kind of like the half-assed version of the Berlin Wall mm. except that it'll take a lot um, except that it won't be built and it'll probably and even if it does it does get
4: built it'll probably take a lot more quicker to knock it down oh, oh, oh I don't know inside the conference center the president was on classic form untethered from the teleprompter his routine is a compelling hybrid
2: he didn't say it fast enough he didn't do it on time why did it take a day? He must be a racist it took a day
0: well, if the boot fits it's like you know it's uh, uh he's like you know he complains about how you know, oh it didn't take him long enough to uh, condemn it like you know everyone else chimed in including the uh, the former president to to dec- to condemn what happened you know <laughs> where where was he you know it's like if he wasn't on his golf course you know was that uh was that fifteenth hole you know just two to, you know, too precious to, uh, you know, to ignore.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, wasn't he at like Missouri or something? Like during the time that Hurricane Harvey was going on.
0: I don't know. It's just it's like, yeah, he is that it is to that point where you just don't care where he is anymore. It's just you know, it's like uh, the one place he should be and he's not there. it's, you mm. know, it's just it's. Uh, we all know where he should be and he's not. He's not going to be there, and you can just assume he's not.
4: Part stand-up comedy, part demagoguery. But the
2: very dishonest media, those people right up there with all the cameras.
4: Is he pointing at us? I think he is. I think he's seen us. Oh my God.
0: That's what I say to that.
4: He spent much of the rally quoting selectively from his own response to Charlottesville while accusing the media of doing exactly that. This was Donald Trump in his element with all his contradictions.
0: This is Donald Trump in his pure hypocrisy. It's like, you know, if if that's his element... Mm.
4: Mm. And his audience loved him for
5: it.
4: By the time it was over, night had fallen. The protesters were still there, and the police presence had increased. There were slaves before America. No, there were more heated no, arguments, detailed not debates not about race, crime, and statistics.
1: You're holding that's the numbers, know, and, and you're lying. No. Hold, you
4: reading them, look, and you're lying. Look at
3: the percentages per capita of their representation
4: in the per capita, United States. It's no, yes, it is, because But trouble came not between supporters and opponents of the president, but between protesters and the police. We
2: have a responsibility! Not to him, not to us!
4: Officers said the anti-Trump demonstrators threw rocks and bottles. They responded...
0: Sad, it's happening. <laughs> Look what they're being bombarded with. Oh, great. I love, I love how they say, oh, well, uh, they said that they were bombarded with it. Look at all the stuff that's being thrown at them by the and the cameraman's catching it all. It's like, yeah, it, that's what happened.
4: With tear gas pepper spray, and flashbangs.
2: Shit!
0: Go, go, go! Oh, why would you drive out tonight? Knowing that's going on. I, I, I hate to see that come up with insurance. Well, the
4: police are advancing now. All the people from the rally have been led away. And this is now between the police and the anti protesters. It took several hours to clear the streets Acrid clouds of tear gas lingered as the protesters dispersed.
0: Okay, I think that's pretty much uh, the end of the video because all uh, well, it is basically just you know protesters and police clashing with each other and you know. Just sure, up, so. sure.
3: I-, I think we've seen more than enough. Yeah.
0: Okay, then. Uh, should we move on to the next one?
1: Yeah, let's do it. You know, there's a
0: lot of. Okay, so this um, old decrepit thing is called Brian Fisher. And he does this uh, Christian radio show. Uh, He's, uh, I guess he's a kind of more boring version of Pat Robinson, if that's possible. But uh, it's, um, so he's going to argue about uh, flags for us. So let's hear what he has to say.
1: Attention right now to get rid, a lot of effort to get rid of the Confederate flag. There's a public school system in North Carolina. They have completely banned the Confederate flag because it is divisive.
0: So. Well, it is. I mean, it's. Uh, it was the opponent of your country, so it's. I know. So some people who have, you know, uh, you know, uh, people who died in the, you know, on the Confederate side of, of the Civil War, but it is the losing side of the country that you're now living in. So it's just. It's. Uh, for me, it's. Uh, it is the visitors' people because, in a way, it was. Uh, it was a, uh, it was the opponent of your of the uh, of the country that you now live in, and it's that va- and also the values uh, that you now you know you, you now live in. So you know, for a lot of people, that is a, it is quite a divisive thing.
3: Yeah, it is very divisive because, you know, for the the Confederate flag was representing the South and the South, the reason why they want, went into war in the first place is because they didn't want to get rid of their slaves and how, you know, they didn't want to, you know, because they had the plantations and they were growing their cottons and their tobaccos. And they were, you know, when the, uh, the North was like, oh, you know, you should go into the industrial era. You, you have to Let go of your slaves. It's like, no, we're going to keep our slaves. We're going to keep it the way it is. So Mm
1: -hmm. here, just basically, it's reminiscent of that. So no more Confederate flag in the school district in North Carolina. Why? Because it is divisive. Well, let me... uh... Well, don't get me I
0: mean, I would be I mean, if it's to the point where they're not going to educate kids about what it means anymore, then you, yeah, I'll probably have a bit of a problem with that. But, uh, you know, if it's to the point where, you know, they're not just going to put it on public display, you know, uh, it's like uh, so, you know, if they're going to they are going to still keep it around for educational reasons and to, to tell people what it actually meant. Then you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. But uh, yeah, it, it, you know, if, if it is to the point like he's like, you know, you will never ever see it again. Then you know, yeah, I might have a bit of a problem with that because you know, you don't really, if if you're gonna erase history in that way, then you're not really gonna learn from it. And so I, I understand from that point of view. But
1: sure. mention another symbol that, in my judgment, in my mind, is just as divisive. So if we're gonna ban the Confederate flag because it is divisive, how about we ban the LGBT flag at school. We're going to ban the Confederate flag at school because it creates division, because it arouses division, because it uh, is offensive to people, because it's so violent. I love how the music's playing that. They're trying to play him out to try and get him to stop
0: talking. <laughs> okay, so the, the LBG's he's referring to the rainbow flag.
1: Basically, yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, you know, the rainbow flag, in its inception, was to was to represent you know the LGBT commu- you know community, and uh, but it's also become a a symbol of you know of respect of uh, you know of uh, inclusiveness, you know in a, in a, in, a, in in some in some circles as well. So if anything, the rainbow flag is far the opposite of the Confederate flag, far the opposite. So he can't. He's not really justified in what he's saying. You know, so uh, this is the crazy, you know uh well let's see this is from right wing watch and you know, this is surely some crazy right wing talk that we got there. So uh, anyway, uh do you wanna to listen to any more of what he has to say or shall we move? let's move on because okay.
3: i've i've seen enough of this kind of stuff <laughs> to be quite honest i mean i i know you know from a lot of people defending that oh the rainbow you know originally the rainbow was supposed to be a symbol from god saying like i will never flood the earth again and they were saying like oh but you know they turned it into you know um a homosexual symbol but i mean sure you can make the argument of that but it i mean to be quite honest i i I, I don't know. I'm just really conflicted by it because they're they're making it out like the flag is evil and that, you know, it should be banned just like everything else. But I haven't seen anything like, you know, like as incredibly divisive that led up to violence compared to the Confederate flag.
0: No. Okay, so let's uh, move on to something I think uh, we might uh, enjoy a bit more. This is uh, Paley Center hosting uh, the Cartoon Network 25th Anniversary exhibit. Uh, So, uh, the television animation landscape has changed forever a quarter of a century ago with the launch of the very first 24-hour cartoon channel uh, Cartoon Network. uh, Celebrating it's big 25th anniversary, Cartoon Network has allied with the uh, Paley Center for uh, for Media to uh, present Cartoon Network uh, 25 Years of Drawing on Creativity. Uh, This exclusive exhibit will premiere at uh, Paley uh, Center over New York uh in, on September the seventeenth. I'm running up until October the eighth and uh, kinda of wish I was going to that actually. You know.
3: Oh, so- you know what? Um let me see. If it's running through October the eighth, um, you know, if that's gonna be the last day, then who knows? Maybe I might try to see if I can go over there. That is if it doesn't take down because October the eighth I will be around New York.
0: Oh, are you going to New York Comic Con?
3: No, oh man, I would love to go to New York <laughs> Comic Con, but I, but I, you know, the day that the last day, October eighth, with the day I'll be going. The tickets are sold out, so oh, I, I wish I was going. Yeah. I'll be going there for something else, but um, I'll be announcing more about that in the next couple of days.
0: Okay then. Um, so, let's keep moving on with this. Um, visitors on the exhibit will experience a creative process uh, from screen sketch to screen and beyond uh, with the in-depth look at Steven Universe, uh, taking uh, take special exhibits including uh, stop-motion sets on Adventure Time, and uh, enjoy uh, photo ops with sculptures from The Path of Girls and uh, CN's newest uh, hit series, uh, OK KO Let's Be Heroes. Uh, the exhibit is immersed in creativity immersive activities and uh, the um, complemented uh, by screenings and panel discussions with Carson Network talents and creative teams on both uh, poly Center locations uh, free and open to the public so uh, yeah if you definitely want to you know check that out then uh, you know there it is it's in New York so uh, you know at the poly center so you know go check it out it s- sounds pretty awesome yeah, absolutely I'm
3: hoping that you know <laughs> even if I like you know, like when I land on the plane uh, you know to the airport and then you know maybe my way over to my grandmother's house where i'll be staying for the week um hopefully you know i can be able to have like at least a chance to make my way over there that sounds really cool you know i know october the 8th is like you know the last day but um at least i want to have a a chance to see it right before it goes away to uh let's see the next stop is going to be in um let me see uh yeah beverly uh, beverly hills so pff, yeah. yeah uh i'm not gonna be in california around that time so yeah. yeah it looks it looks fun
0: i hope they go through the like the entire lot i mean like not only i mean i can see from the logo i think they look like you're know, doing like johnny bravo and uh, you know dexter's laboratory and you know the powerpuff girls and uh you know a
3: few, a few other a few other ones as well i would yeah, actually yeah, like to, let's you see, i see uh i see the powerpuff girls dexter's lab Courage the Cowardly Dog. I see Steven Universe, Ben 10, regular show, Amazing World of Gumball, oh, Uncle that's... Grandpa, oh. um, Clarence, We Bear Bears, uh, Chowder. Um, Do you know I like, so, okay. like, like to see them?
0: I like to see. I like to see them. I like to see some like some like uh, you know some uh, uh, development uh, development stuff and like production stuff of like uh, some of the stuff that came out of the Water Cartoon Show. Um, oh, that would uh, be so cool if, yeah. if that were to
3: be shown, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see, like, uh, you know, Seth MacFarlane's, uh, you know, his like, first rendition of Family Guy. And, oh, uh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. What was it, like, um, his, Steve uh, and... Uh, oh,
0: I've completely forgotten now, but uh, yeah. I just remember, like, the uh, the quality uh, uh, buildings, that, and uh, the queue would just fall on the guy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I, I
3: remember, um, like, some of the cartoons from What a Cartoon. I remember things like uh, York in the Yukon and Hard Luck Duck and... Uh, Let's see the the pizza delivery guy and um, let's see. No, five
0: uh, minutes or less. Yeah,
3: okay. yeah, they were pretty much like five minutes or less. I know that there were basically like uh, pitched pilots to be presented as uh, TV shows. So, you know, and that, you know, I actually saw you know Powerpuff Girls, Courage, and you know, yeah. I actually saw all those pilots the, first. The, I remember the
0: uh, the 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 one for. Um uh the Powerpuff girls the first i think the pilot episode for that was uh the one where you know fuzzy Lumpkins are turning everything into meat
3: yeah uh, that's the one yeah, yeah there was there was that one and then there was the there was a second one that came out in which the amoeba boys taught the Powerpuff wow. girls to be bad and convinced them to rob the bank
0: yeah and so uh, mind you i think i think the uh, the one pilots i think everyone would like to get their hands on would be when they're actually called the Warpass girls and,
3: oh uh, yeah that's the, that was the one that Craig McCracken created in college right yeah the best girls yeah
0: yeah I think like the uh, I think like the intro to it I think is like online but I don't think that, I think he did like a whole like uh, thing for it I think so uh, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's still cool. funny out there somewhere so uh, who, who knows yeah, you
3: know? uh, it'd be kind of interesting you know what kind uh, I would be interested to find out um, you know which of the cartoons from Cartoon Network has like the most fan art you know out of all of them mm. you know like I'm really curious, you know, to find out because I, I mean, I'm going to put it out there. I doubt that there's going to be at least a lot of fan art for Mike Luganog.
0: Mm. I don't know. It's like, I think, uh, um, with, um, I'm trying to think what might be the last, might be probably like the least popular, uh, cartoon cartoon of that time. I think, uh, cause, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, it came out
3: like around 99, so... I, I, tell you, pretty I, much I will like... say
0: this, I think I never saw much for Dial M for Monkey.
3: Oh, that was more like a, um, that was more for Dexter's Lab. That wasn't really much like a, a, a spin-off series. I mean, they did show a few episodes of that, but... Yeah, I mean that was more like a one-off spin-off as opposed to like a full-fledged TV series.
0: Yeah, okay. They should have done a full-fledged series of Dial-In for Monkey. I
3: yeah, that would have been, been nice yeah. to see like, you know, a monkey superhero and, you know, um him they should be like- doing it
0: now because, you know, what we're in, we're, we're we're in the uh, in the peak of the Marvel Cinematic Universe at the moment and it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, everyone wants to see superheroes, so it's like, you know, I don't know why you know, Cartoon that should bring back Dial-In for Monkey, at least you know to to bring in those people.
3: Oh, man, if they brought back dial M for monkey, I take it that it's going to be like really silly and the villains are going to be extremely exaggerated and stuff like that.
0: Oh, They won't be allowed to do the silver spooner again.
3: No, 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 absolutely (laughs) not.
0: And I don't have a clip for you know that's uh, that's homophobic, so. Uh. That's okay. Don't worry
3: about it. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. You remember that you remember that uh, Powerpuff Girls episode in which when uh, the, the the Powerpuff Girls met up with the superheroes and they think that oh male superheroes are the strongest and female superheroes are they're not really that special oh, and wasn't so that- the Powerpuff Girls were, like you know competing against like all the superheroes with strength and speed and one of the super one of the the male superheroes was Dial Up and he was the same speed. As dial-up internet.
0: <laughs> I didn't actually see that to be honest, uh, but uh, that sounds that sounds hilarious.
3: Yeah, yeah. and uh, let's see what else. Uh, then, uh, then of course, obviously, there's that one episode of the Powerpuff Girls where you know you have the female superhero who stole nothing but Susan B. Anthony coins, and she was saying to them, "Hey, you know, there aren't a lot of female superheroes out there and oh, super villains. Uh, you know, we need to represent. We need to, you know, we need to show them that." the females can be just as strong as the males. So I'm really glad that nowadays more female superheroes are being represented as opposed to like back then where we only just had Wonder Woman and Catwoman.
0: Hey, well, look at, look at what's going on now. Wonder Woman is probably the only good DC movie that Warner <laughs> Brothers has produced.
3: Oh my God, that's so insane.
0: <laughs> Our times have d- dramatically changed. So uh,
3: yeah, let's, let's move on to the next one.
0: Let's move on to the next video. So well, let's see what this is.
6: Well, just before Christmas, the government quietly dropped the idea of allowing humanists to legally conduct weddings, uh, despite its review finding that a majority of people were in favour of the idea. In Scotland, since uh, humanist weddings were made legal, they've proved extremely popular. Now more people are choosing marriage over just living together. Great success. Well, now the British Humanist Association is lobbying for humanism to be on the exam syllabus for GCSE. Uh, a, S, and A levels in religious studies. Should humanists have equal rights to religions? Well, from discuss Jesus Tewo, yep. from whom we heard earlier on.
0: Oh my goodness! Just to warn everybody that you know, if you're a, if you, this could be pretty painful to listen to. oh uh,
3: uh, I'm kind of confused. What is a humanist exactly? A
0: humanist has doesn't have a religion, so I think they just kind of believe that uh, you know the, the world exists. You know, in uh, they believe like uh, you know more. You know, uh, they don't believe like in like in a religious you know existence. I don't So think they're,
3: they're
0: atheists. Um, I don't think they're atheists. I think they want to coexist with other religions, but you know, so they kind of like respect the fact that they other people have this idea. I just don't think they want to be ruled over them. So so yeah, well, or, you what's know. What's wrong or, with that? So yeah, what is wrong with that? I think we're about to find I mean, out. If,
4: if-
3: if they're people who don't believe in a religion but are very open to other people's religions, I don't see anything wrong with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like if they just uh, here's the thing. That also, on top of that, apparently they're not allowed to conduct weddings
3: anymore, from from my understanding. So it's like, yeah, that's. Oh, a bad... I get it because weddings are supposed to be holy, and you know, it's more like you know they go to a church and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, because Donald you know,
0: Trump's they're... previous marriages were all wonderful religious bliss, weren't they? <laughs> like, you know, And I'm sure, you know, uh, various other celebrities who have got married in the past have uh, had very religious experiences in, in, in faith. And uh, I don't even want to get started on, you know, whatever happened with uh, Tom Cruise and his wife or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, you know,
3: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I'm sure yeah, that... You
3: know, I mean, I've heard a lot of complaints about, like, you know, Scientology and, you know, all that stuff, but... Yeah. I mean, humanist doesn't sound too much of a big deal. I mean, there's a lot worse religions. I mean, you know, if you truly believe in them, I'm not saying any, like, uh, I'm not saying anything bad about them. I mean, I, like I always say, you know, you do you. So, you know, even though that there's some religions that, you know, they, that some people believe in that I don't really agree on, that doesn't mean I hate them. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, the fact that they want to ban people just because they don't believe in a certain thing that they, they believe in, it's like, I, I don't get
0: it. Okay, let's uh, let's keep watching.
6: We were discussing this just before the program, and mm. talking about, for example,
7: humanist weddings, and you were saying you thought they were demonic. I do. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I do think they're entirely demonic. Um, see, my it goes back to it all goes back to the origins of humanism. Um, humanism is the cancer of Thanksgiving. What?
0: What? Uh, <laughs>
3: uh, uh,
0: uh, this is a what? well. Let's kiss. You know, um, you know, in this country, you know, the you know the BBC. We all pay something here called the license fee, and uh, so they put so that the BBC can put on this, and so uh, we get to know that now that humanism. Is the cancer of Thanksgiving?
3: Yeah, so I guess Christmas is no longer the cancer to Thanksgiving anymore. With being such a gluttonous holiday, it's like no, screw that. Humanist is the cancer to Thanksgiving. We should have like we should put that on a billboard for anybody who's going to be celebrating Christmas in October and say like, no, 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 don't worry about it. You know, with your consumerism and all that, you're no longer the cancer to Thanksgiving.
0: I think this is going to be the title of the show, isn't it? Yes, (laughs) absolutely. We
7: are the cancer to Thanksgiving. (laughs) It is the devil's PR. It is a first-class ticket to the sea of wantonness and debauchery of every every form. (laughs) Look at his face.
0: That's Douglas Murray, by the way. Next to him is Madina Was, and uh, I think that I <laughs> his eyes. Oh my God, the eyes. Oh, good grief. I'm
6: glad
7: we talked about the, the reason, ones. no, <laughs> no.
6: The reason, Well, listen, there's a great thing about this program. And I'm glad because and, I hope people appreciate that we try and give a range of opinions. And,
7: <laughs> yeah, listen, no, tell it, you have,
6: <laughs> there, are, there are plenty of people who agree with you, are there? Unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 it's just, uh, yeah, no, Nicky, you have to, there is a time when you have to say When? And uh, no, don't, don't get me wrong. It's like you know, if uh, it's his show, and if he—that's what he wants to do—then you know, f- fair enough. But you know, my threshold, I think, for you know, when you know, for stuff like this, it has to only goes so far. I think uh, when when you have a guy who's basically speaking in tongues at this point, you know. Okay, let's let's keep going.
7: I'm sure. I'm sure yeah, yeah, okay. there right. are a number of.
1: Well, Free speech. I'm, I like to. I like to think the,
7: people, that. Freedom of speech. <laughs> See, the, the issue with humanism is that it tries to knock God off the throne, and it's and when we look at the Bible, the Bible talks about Lucifer, whose name is the devil, um, and his attempt was to ascend to the Most High, and sit on the, on both sides of the North, and basically replace God. This is and it's the same spirit, it's the same subverts mindset. Subverts God,
6: right? Exactly. It's Scotland. It-
7: you know, you
0: know, I would love to do one day. I'd like to kind of change my religion to like Covenant and then just talk about the great journey and how we need to basically need to activate Halo and uh, just basically just, you know, uh, cleanse the flame and stuff like that and just kind of use that to argue against Christians.
3: Trust me, I I mean, there are, as far as I've seen, uh, I I read an an article a few years ago, there are over 8,000 different religions, and they celebrate everything from Christianity to Ed Wood. So the (laughs) fact that, um, you know, a person who is not religious, but is open to other people's religion, you know, and respects them is sacrilegious, then you know what? Fine, mm, yeah. at this point, I don't care.
0: <laughs> just this, uh, what, I mean, it's just not It has, been, it, it has uh, bolstered
6: yeah. the institution of marriage. You've had, you, you probably won't like this, but there have been pagan weddings. I oh, know, of course you won't like it.
7: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but, I uh, mean, it's There be, have the the been white eagle, eagle lodge yeah, weddings, which is a
6: new age philosophy. There have been spiritualist weddings, people who talk to the other side
7: and my back. So, see, I don't think this is good for society because- Why not? I know, mean, anyway, he's about to say sorry. God instituted marriage. God, based on the word of God, based on the word of God, he brought Adam and Eve together. Mm. And so the very historical book which has stood the test of time is mm. the very guideline we ought to follow. And I think humanism is a first-class ticket to um, the very hypersexualized culture that we're seeing. You know, d-
0: wasn't the same type of dogma in Christianity kind of u- kind of used against uh, against pe- You know, uh, 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 I'm not saying people like him, but you know, kind of like people of his race to kind of like uh, keep them from like voting and like uh, you know marrying you know white people and uh, you know keep also you know not you know keeping not making sure they don't get freed from slavery.
3: Ah, <sighs> my God!
0: It's like you know, he'd- I'd really like to I'd like this guy to kind of learn from his own history.
3: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, if you read from the Bible, there's been a lot of things like you know, um, saying like women are below men, and you know, you know uh, how to treat your slave and stuff like that. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we have to follow within what God had taught us in the in the ways of you know, like following the Ten Commandments, as well as you know, being good to others. I mean, Jesus. If you ever read the book of Matthew, Jesus went over to a table that was full of sinners. There were, you know, tax, uh, you know, there were people who collected taxes and they were like questioning on why are you sitting amongst them? You know, they're they're sinners. They, you know, steal money from us and everybody should be treated equally, even especially to those who are sinners, because everybody in this world has sinned. Nobody is perfect except for God. So the fact that we should all be, you know, careful about who we criticize, you know, it's like what God said, uh, Jesus said, you know, "He who has not sinned cast the first stone." Mm. So yeah, we, it's, I mean, yeah. we cannot judge anybody, especially you know, to us who have done not as good stuff to other people. Yeah,
0: it's it's like it's amazing how many Christians actually forget that. uh, yeah exactly you know Uh, it's kind of like uh, like who who is it
3: christians who are constantly saying like you know god hates homosexuals and you know like oh you know you know god hates this you shouldn't do that you know you're gonna go to hell so you know what i mean as a christian myself i believe that we should all treat each other fairly and we should all treat each other with love and respect. Yeah. Well, I'm a non- so, I'm
0: a non-practicing Catholic and uh, you know, I I just feel like, you know, we should be respectful of one another, you know, regardless of what we what we believe. And uh, but at the same time, we shouldn't be like we shouldn't be afraid to criticize one another whether you're, you know, a Christian, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a Jew or you know, whatever religion you happen to be. And uh, so I think uh, it, it becomes a problem when we end up in a situation where we're not allowed to criticize each other or that if we do criticize each other that all of a sudden that's a bad thing. It's like, you know, when, uh, when, even when the criticism can be constructive rather than, uh, you know, rather, ne- rather than negative. I think that's when it sure, starts becoming sure. a problem. So uh, anyway, let's... All uh.
6: right. uh, Andrew Copson, what is, what is, <laughs> before we cast you out
0: if and all your works, work. <laughs>
6: uh, what is, I'm serious, uh, what is humanism?
5: Um... Well, if you're going to go to wantonness and debauchery, I suppose you might as well travel first class. And I think... (laughs) I think that, that humanism is in a genuine sense, more of a first-class worldview than has been depicted. Humanism is the non-religious worldview that, instead of looking to revelation or authority, we look to reason and evidence to understand the universe. Instead of looking to moral rules that come from outside human beings, we look to other human beings to generate values in the here and now, and also to generate meaning in our life. Instead of looking externally for some meaning to give value and sanction to the existence that we're having, a humanist view is that, men and women in the course of our lives create and sustain meaning together by giving our lives purpose and a sense of fulfilment. Now, I think that that is a, a very satisfying worldview, a worldview that has made a massive contribution to human uh, progress and achievement. It's a worldview that is held by a very large number of people in Britain, over a third in opinion polls, by many people... Do you think a lot of those people would not t- call themselves yeah, humanists? Uh, they don't know they're that's humanists. That's right. I think that's a very interesting point of view. I mean. Uh, about 40% of people in Britain share those attitudes and beliefs and values, but no only way, about so. 5% of people call themselves humanists, which uh, is about the same number so, as... Hold on no, a minute. So just, I disagree. I don't, well, I don't, you can't I don't, disagree I don't, with a survey. Sorry. A result of a survey <laughs> is a result. <laughs> so why don't you just... No, you sorry, don't I'm get sorry, to choose whether that fact is true or not. Yeah,
0: and, you can tell who's uh, had more debating experience. I think. With yeah, their I their definitely do agree. Here. You can tell that, you know, the guy who's like, you know, I'm sure he's probably a nice guy when you get him off, you know, saying that, you know, thanksgiving bullshit but uh yeah it's uh I just think that uh you know I think what, the problem with him is that he's been kind of like withheld within his own kind of uh his own belief system and he hasn't really been put in that situation where he's actually been taught, asked to uh kind of question his you know beliefs and uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, now that he's been kind of thrust into the situation, you can tell like, he's kind of floundering <laughs> so, uh yeah. So I think we don't have to watch this any <laughs> any further. So uh,
3: Yeah, exactly. Especially with that <laughs> cancer of Thanksgiving quote.
0: Unbelievable. Um, so let's have a look at a builder who's demolishing his own work. It's the ultimate payback for anyone who's been told the checks in the post. The client is
6: inside saying she can't pay. So this builder is destroying his own
0: work. Round the back, the conservatory is coming down. The house is owned by the council, who say this is a private dispute. The builders claim the council are fully behind them.
4: Very satisfying to knock it down and see what the lady get what was coming to her, but at the same time gut wrenching because all that hard work that we'd already done falling on the floor.
0: Yeah, it's, it's got to be. to be really heartbreaking. It's going to be really heartbreaking that you know you put all your work. Into something, and then you don't get you don't get paid for doing it, and then you know you get told by the boss, yeah, knock it down and get the and recover all the bits. Mm. it's uh, it's completely wasted. It's wasting this person's. It's wasting everyone's time doing this. If you knew you couldn't pay for it, why would you do it? I don't know. uh... The demolition was ordered by a boss at the end of his rope.
6: You're setting a precedent here. I am setting a precedent, absolutely, yeah, without a doubt, you know. I, I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people out there who have probably been in my position and, and I've been very fortunate to be able to get in and get my stuff back because you hear some horror stories out there and it's happening every day. Nigel's client refused to speak to us, but when we dropped by, her 20-year-old
7: son was waiting. Yeah,
1: i to hear your side
5: of the story.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's going on? My mum's realised she's done wrong.
0: And she regrets doing it and I' to send your 20 uh, 20 year old son out to defend you
3: I mean I I don't know I mean can't can't he defend himself and talk about why
7: he's doing this no I don't know and, uh, me and my mom have had a chat and that and uh, she, as, as I said to her I said uh, she should have uh, said to him at the, at the end of it when he finished that she couldn't afford to pay it and then maybe we could have come across another way of sorting it out
0: yeah, I think yeah, I agree with him. It's like you know, if you if you knew you weren't going to be able to uh, afford, and you know, don't get me don't get me wrong. I know people fall on hard times. Don't get don't get me wrong about that. And uh, you know, all of a sudden something comes up. It's like you know, but so, you know, maybe it probably would have been better if uh, she'd probably negotiated her way through the situation rather than basically putting her fingers in her ears and you know waiting for them to come with like a massive you know uh, sledgehammer to knock it all down.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you know um it's it, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit about like going too, um you know going too above your head to doing something that you clearly couldn't afford the first time it's like it's gonna it's gonna pay back and it's gonna pay back big and you're gonna just sit there wondering what am I supposed to do and you should have been planning this in the first place
7: from mm-hmm. this,
3: so where are we now then Nigel Grey says that
0: the time and effort that he's put into this whole sorry episode is going to cost his business thousands, and Mrs. Dovey now faces two bills, one for the clearing up of all the demolition work, and two for making good the mess that's been made of her house. Oh, wow. So not only have you got to deal with what you had built, you now got to deal with cleaning up what uh, was left of what you had built. (sighs) That is just, wow, like, uh, yeah, I would definitely go into negotiations. (laughs) <laughs> at this point. Yeah, uh, oh, unbelievable. Okay. So uh let's go back to uh some of the other stuff we were talking about and uh we've got a oh yeah, a Nintendo we've got some Nintendo news actually. The uh uh the it's, it's a mini uh, if it wasn't uh, already getting uh, uh rarer enough, uh is now going to be coming up with some uh, more really cool stuff and so let me show you all this here, and uh, it is the uh, fact that uh, hey, Superplay's coming back. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So, Legendary 90s ni- Nintendo ma- Magazine Superplay, uh, regarded by fans as uh, one of the uh, greatest games magazines of all time, is returning for a one off special. Uh, issue uh, 172 of Retro Game will be packaged with the 70- 52 page special edition of uh, Superplay Magazine to celebrate the forthcoming launch of the Nintendo SNES Classic Mini Hardware. Uh, In case uh, you weren't uh, around in between 92 and 96, Superplay or S-Play, to the ultra-dedicated, was one of the most vibrant, uh, era-defining magazines of the period, uh, framed for its smart, witty and uh, puristic SNES coverage, uh, as well as uh, being one of the first mainstream publications to really embrace and promote Japanese gaming and culture in a big way. There's part of me that does miss magazines a bit you know uh it's, it's kind of it's kind of sad now that uh you know if you want to look up something you know on the latest news of, uh, of a game you can find it online and uh, I yeah miss, pretty like, much
3: yeah. it used to be in a time in which we had like you know we had uh, nintendo power and we had like um you know a whole bunch of great magazines but now they pretty much cease to exist because of the internet
0: yeah i remember geforce magazine that was uh, actually, i'll tell you that's kind of was my favorite because uh, every time i'd write a letter they'd always publish it so, oh, that's uh, very nice. Yeah, it's really cool. So I used to ask quite a few Star Fox questions because, you know, Star Fox was my thing, still is my thing. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, it was, you know, magazines were brilliant because uh, on top of it's like, I just like reading like kind of like the, uh, just the humor in it as well. You know, they uh, bring in like, uh, and also, I think some of them actually were bringing guest editors, you know, who aren't kind of like, you know, of the gaming scene. So it's kind of like fun to kind of get their uh, aspects of what they thought gaming was. And Yeah, uh, that'd,
3: be you know, ad- that'd be really cool, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's what they
0: did here in England. For the, I think there was like some issues of Nintendo Magazine where they brought in like outside people to like hmm. uh, you know uh, to give their perspective on gaming, and so I think uh, on top of that they just do the reviews on on top of that as well. And uh, some of the reviews, for, like the really bad games, were funny. It was like it was like before you know, obviously we had the angry video game nerd, you know, but obviously it was less vulgar. But uh, some of like the really bad game reviews were so funny to read. And uh, I want. Oh, I still got some. Uh, I'm just wondering if I still got some of my old magazines somewhere. It's like you know, I really want to dig them out and see if I can find like some of like the really shitty reviews of stuff. And uh, mind you, I think nothing will come across as uh, as uh, as forced. I think as the uh, the Back to the, Back to the Future NES game where they said there was an interesting time feature uh, as as one of the reviews for that game. So uh, thankfully, you know, after a while, you know, Nintendo started getting more grittier with its uh, with its um, um, with its coverage, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was that, so
3: you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, speaking about game journalists, I, I just saw something on Twitter just this morning about like some guy who for 26 minutes couldn't even pass the first level of Cuphead and you know he was having like difficulties trying to jump a platform
1: and oh i
3: think it was like somebody on twitter who was talking about like oh you know this is this is our gaming journalists everybody you know this is why walking simulators you know that's why g- gaming journalists are flourish with that because all they have to do is just push a button and the game plays itself but something mm-hmm. like oh you know an actual video game where you have to like you know b- be Careful with the, well, how you control the character at all times and blah 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 blah. You know, it's like, you know, they immediately dismiss it as like, oh, it's too difficult. It's the Dark Souls of, you know, whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's
0: it's amazing that uh, I don't know. It's like, I wonder about video gaming journalism a little bit. At the time. I like, think. Don't get me wrong. I think there is a place for that. And uh, but uh, I think with the way users now are so vocal about what they like and what they don't like you know they're on social media you know they're on Metacritic you know I read some of the uh, Metacritic reviews you know so not from like gaming journalists but from people who actually kind of like played the game and like decided to do a review you know purely out of you know telling everyone how bad or how you know worse you know a game is but uh, you know i think uh, i do like to hear more from people who actually have played the game and actually are fans of the game and uh, or kind of just fans of gaming in, g- in general rather than you know uh, someone who's kind of like being paid to do it or you know it's basically just come into the industry and uh, is trying to like cut it cut their teeth So like you know i, I don't I, I get more i feel like there's a more uh, authentic uh, i think there's more authentic authenticity I think in uh, listening to a gamer t- you know, talk about a game, rather than you know, uh, you know, someone who's just obviously a journalist in a way true yeah
3: yeah it, it, it's just like when we were talking about like you know a few months ago about how you know um you know uh what was i gonna say like journalists you know they spend all this years going to school and all that stuff but you know it pretty much became um moot when you know people online started doing it and and on the news you don't even know who to believe anymore unless in, because they're being pushed all over the place with, you know, this coverage and this news station and all that stuff. So the only way that we can trust uh, the actual news is by listening to people who, you know, say a strong opinion about it and who are not being controlled by, you know, anyone. It's the same thing with video games. It's like I know people who would only buy a video game just for the sake of um you know, like what, what a person would say, like, oh, you know, I I saw this review of this person. They said it was awful, so I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to automatically say it's awful. So, mm. you know, it's uh, for a person who has genuinely liked video games, you know, you know, who grew up with them and who have an understanding about game design and controls and graphics and characters and stuff, you know, you'd rather be watching more of them than an actual journalist.
0: Yeah. Okay, it's nice that we've gone over an hour, so I think, uh, shall we just brush through the next couple of videos and we'll call that a show? Cool. So uh, let's bring up the next one, which uh, I'm going to uh, get up. It's uh, This one is uh, coming up now.
7: How important do you think it is for the area, for the local oh, community?
0: Oh, Have you ever heard of the Notting Hill Carnival? No. Okay, it's a it's a big celebration in uh, in London, and uh, it brings out everybody, and including uh, there's also uh, people here from uh, from Grenfell who's had that, and they've recently been in the community that's been kind of having. Uh... Been a little sorrow recently because of a massive tragedy that happened uh, with a tower. That oh, that's yeah. right, down
3: the tower, right? Yeah.
0: So I think for them, it's a very emotional day. I think for them. So, uh, but you can see that they're trying to enjoy as much of it as possible. And uh, so, and also they kind of wanted to bring someone else into the action. So uh, let me <laughs> let's, re- let's watch this. See, you know
7: this culture that the carnival brings out. It's very important. Like they
3: can't, they can't knock it off. It has to. It's just within us. It's just within us. Why would you knock it off?
7: I'm sorry. Oh, don't! Do it. Oh, here we go. The here we go. Oh dear. Okay, so that's yeah, that's a bit of paint on well, me. Great. That's, that's, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh come on! It was going to happen, wasn't it? It was going to happen. Oh right. I'll, I'll hand back to you guys. I'm-
0: I wonder what John would make of this from our previous <laughs> our previous show. <laughs> you remember from hands from the guy who uh, covered in covered in like, lo- loads of white paint. Uh. Yeah, he's uh, getting covered in paint at the moment, so. Uh... Can you believe paint is interfering with the sense. signal, Joe? <laughs> yeah, you've got it, Joe. Yeah. If you're going to be
6: down there, you've got to get into the spirit of it. It's just the way of it.
7: I should have worn my overalls.
5: I need my
7: overalls. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh! Oh! oh. oh. Yeah, we absolutely deserve this. We absolutely deserve this. knew. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: Oh, that is so nice. <laughs> they look paint. like they're having fun. That's really nice to yeah. see.
0: Yeah. And, uh... And... Oh! Oh,
5: no! Oh, no! Oh, no! That is
2: so awesome.
0: Oh. I, 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 lo- I love, I <laughs> love I just love that, <laughs> just love that. <laughs> oh, she, she was not expecting to see that today, and uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm joking,
5: <laughs> oh, see
1: what he looks
5: like in the next hour, shall we? Yeah,
1: honestly, I <laughs> clean up. I clean
6: I'll tell you what, I'm sure he can expense his dry cleaning,
2: <laughs> he's going to have to for that.
0: Yeah, I believe he will. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next one. Once upon a time.
0: Oh, God. Remember we had the Johnny Quasar last, last yes! week? Yes,
3: yes, I remember. The Johnny Quasar pilot.
0: Yeah. This is the Bucky O'Hare... This is... Uh, well, this is what uh, they tried to do. This is the Bucky O'Hare revival. So this was there like... There was the a c- revival? Yeah. This is the CGI pilot that they put together, hoping to uh, get someone to uh, invest in it. So do you want to take a look? What? Well,
3: when was this?
0: Um, this was... Uh, I shouldn't have a year on it, actually. I'm trying to think if it's... Uh, um, I can't remember what year it was. I think it was 2000-something or other, so... It was mm. it was pretty... It was last decade, at least. I okay,
3: well, it, it, at least with Johnny Quasar, that was like late 90s. So at least this one, at least they had a slight grasp of the CGI.
0: Okay, let's have a look at this.
2: Just a moment ago, in a universe... Sorry, in an universe, not so very far away...
0: I should ask you this: How familiar are you with Bucky O Hair and the Toad Wars?
3: Um, I know about it from the video game. I've never seen the cartoon.
0: Okay, then. So uh, this is well. Well, I think you'll find that the video game looks a lot better than this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Okay, Jenny, punch it now. Start that fire are ah, you mean, you mammal freak aside? Yes. Carry this chatter in your no chatter isn't no tadpole, is it? It's
2: furball.
4: <laughs> coming up on your left side. That noble and pursued ship is the righteous indignation, and its doughty crew is captained by the fearless Bucky O'Hare. Not exactly an even fight. Ah! Oh,
0: furballs! My God, the animation is terrible. <laughs>
3: Wow, I mean, and this was like later. This was like after Johnny Quasar, but damn, his,
0: his neck basically just kind of like flung out of his out of his out of his suit. So it's like it kind of reminds me of like, uh, yeah. Oh, have you ever seen Wild Woody?
3: Wild Woody. Uh, oh, Robert, you mean that pencil, pencil video stage, game? Yeah, yeah. And those
0: really awful cutscenes. scenes. It reminds me of that.
3: Oh my god. Yeah. It's just
0: an energy. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's fucking terrible.
3: <laughs> That's amazingly awful.
0: Give me a sorry I think we need a I think we need a bit of a break from that. Okay. Let's go back. Oh fuck. It's just it's just I can't look at it. It's so oh Jesus, uh, Jesus!
3: Oh my God, we've came so far with technology, haven't we? I, I
0: I'm, I'm I don't want to press the play button in case it moves. <laughs> I, I, I'm really afraid to watch this move.
3: Oh! Searching engineering
0: shields are holding. All oh, right, a surge. All right, a
3: you know, it's like Star Fox sixty four in which they have like the speeding, you know, lip movement. No, i like, think I think they that, look like they're locked jaws. I,
0: I think that uh, it's like that girl from <laughs> from the bizarre ER, um thing we had a couple of weeks ago where they had to lock a jaw shot with their toothpicks. That's their problem, they've all got locked jaws. We all need a trip to the to the, the NHS.
1: In engineering? Engineering room! Blinky! Bruiser! Is everything okay down there? We're going to need that photon accelerator right away! Our mutual of animals is gonna be stuck paying big time on our group policy!
0: Okay, so this is a continuity error. This guy was not Bruiser. He was the, uh, He was the other guy that got sucked into the teleportation device, and then Bruiser was, like, the brother that came later on in the show. Or, in the, sorry, in the first episode. So, yeah, that's uh, that's wrong to start off with.
2: AFC Blinky recording, sir. Engineer Bruiser is even now initiating
1: repairs. I have an tap in this.
0: Oh, God. It's just, it's so horrendous. This
1: pile of junk is happening. The lead-ins is frozen together. Yes? And that ain't half the problem. Part of this unit don't even coexist in the same time continuum with us. Bruiser? Yes, sir. Fix it? Yes, sir. I need it just as soon as we
3: clear this asteroid... I was saying, like,
0: Couldn't they have, like, hired better voice actors for this? This
3: was, like, I mean, I mean, you said this was, like, the 2000s, right?
0: Yeah, this is, like, I think I think it is. It's, like, uh, it, this was definitely when, uh, I think when, I can't remember when Bucky O'Hare's anniversary was. I think it was, um, I do remember that like, there was, like, a, a bit of a, there was a bit of a uh, interest in mm-hmm. uh, Bucky O'Hare, I think around about the 2000s, 2005, 2006, I think it was. And that was...
3: Oh, my God. Really? 2005, 2006? I'll Holy i tell you shit. what. Uh,
0: uh, we're g- we're going we're gonna to be having this debate for a while, aren't we? So let me have a look at... Uh, let me see if I can search for this. Bucky O'Hare uh, CGI pilot. When was this created? Um, Bucky O'Hare CGI pilot. There's no single video that just this as a whole. Yeah, we definitely do know that. Um, when was it... No, I can't... I'm serious, I mean, I'm struggling to find any information on it at the moment. Let me just, uh, see if there's, uh, something here. Anything in the description? Nope. Um, let's have a look. Book Your Hair T- CGI Book Your Hair TV pilot. Okay, so there was an upload in 2009. I don't think that's when it was actually released. Uh-huh. Um, internet is best things and things and these are best left forgotten. Yeah, that's just a comment. I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through yeah, the yeah, comment yeah. trying to find but where it does,
3: is. It doesn't matter, but if it, mm. it did come out like around the late 2000s, there's no excuse whatsoever that it looks like this or even sounds like this. I mean, this is like, um, you know, those like, um, <clears throat> like Mega Man 8 levels of like bad acting well not not okay not that bad but i'm talking about like you know you know it should have been much better than this i mean if they're doing it for an anniversary of bucky o'hare and if it came around this time it should have been done much better i guess they didn't really care
0: okay there was a rumor going around that a cgi bucky o'hare movie was coming out in 2011
3: oh wow if
0: it if this was was the was, like, some test footage for it, or, like, they- I don't know, if this- if this was it. belt.
3: Asteroid belt? What asteroid belt?
2: That asteroid belt.
4: Bucky's second-in-command is Pilot Jenny, the Elder Baron.
0: And yet, your second-in-command couldn't see an asteroid belt.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's just, it's, uh, they can't even- they can't even make the characters look competent. In this, it's just- <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. How did they stand a chance?
1: What do we do, Commander? Do? Why don't we go get them? Metals like this meet for yellow bellies. Did you say yellow bellies? You did? you? heard that. Mine's definitely yellow. I think I have a spot of yellow over here. But definitely yellow if I just turn. Where is he? Where is that mammal, mash? This is easier than Texan flies in a beer bottle.
0: It doesn't move well. It doesn't sound well. It just, it's, yeah, this is, this is dead on arrival, in my opinion. I'm I'm not too surprised this didn't get picked up.
3: Yeah, I'm not surprised either. I mean, with Johnny Quasar, you could argue that it was like late 90s, and it was only like a minute long. It was just a pitch not the actual pilots. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, they had like other pilots for Jimmy Neutron, you know, they, they you know, they came out like around the 2000s, you know, to promote the Jimmy Neutron movie that was coming out. But this, my God, it's like, if they really, if this was really released around the late 2000s, It it doesn't have any excuse whatsoever that it has CGI this bad and voice acting this bad. So, wow. You know, I think we take back everything that we said about Johnny Quasar.
0: (laughs) I think we do. Okay, so uh, this one, next video we got is uh, an exploding whale. So let's
2: take a look at this.
7: To the Northwest.
2: It had to be said, the Oregon State Highway Division not only had a whale of a problem on its hands... It had a stinking whale of a problem. Get it?
3: Ah, boo. What to do with one
2: 45-foot, 8-ton whale dead on arrival on the beach near Florence? It had been so long since a whale had washed up in Lane County, nobody could remember how to get rid of one. In selecting its battle plan, the highway division decided the carcass couldn't be buried because it might soon be uncovered. It couldn't be cut up and then buried because nobody wanted to cut it up. And it couldn't be burned. So dynamite it was, some 20 cases or a half ton of it.
0: What a lazy thing to do.
2: Oh my god, really? The
3: one exploded? That's crazy! Well,
2: that's what they're gonna do. The hope was that the long-dead oh my- Pacific wow. grave whale would be almost disintegrated by the blast, and the small pieces still around after the explosion would be taken care of by seagulls and other scavengers. Well, I'm confident that it'll work. The only thing is, we're not sure just exactly how much uh, explosives it'll take to disintegrate this.
0: Wait, you're confident it's gonna work, but you don't know how much dynamite to use?
3: Oh my god,
0: What kind of explosion experts are you? I mean, I'm sure if it's like saying, yeah, I'm confident we can blow up this building, but we don't know how much uh, uh, explosive we need to to level it to the ground. Like you know, I'm sure. So I'm sure there's people who would want to, you know, uh, say would, would take issue with that. I would
2: have thought <sighs> but... things, so the scavengers, seagulls, and crabs, and whatnot, can clean it up. The dynamite was buried primarily on the leeward side of the big mammal, so as most of the remains would be blown toward the sea. About 75 bystanders, most of them residents who had first found the whale to be an object of curiosity before they tired of its smell, were moved back a quarter of a mile away. <laughs> Our cameras stopped rolling immediately after the blast. The humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere.
1: Success!
3: <laughs> we did it! We blew something up! America!
0: Uh oh, I don't know that if clip. that clip rolled up, was it? Oh, my goodness.
2: A parked car over a quarter of a mile from the blast site was the target of one large chunk. Oh, fuck.
3: <laughs> wow. Uh, wow.
2: My insurance company will never believe this. <laughs> the passenger compartment literally smashed. Fortunately, no human was hit as badly as the car. However, everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale. As darkness began to set in, the highway crews were back on the beach burying the remains, including a large piece of the carcass which never left the blast site.
0: Oh, so now you can be bothered to deal with it, now that you've blown it to kingdom come. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I question the people who make these decisions. Okay, so uh, our um, let's have a look at our next video. Um, I keep hiding my thing. Oh, here we go. This is the weirdest thing we're going to see today, apparently.
3: What do you mean? We've seen we've seen a whole bunch of weird things. What is what is this going to be? Any different?
0: Well, apparently, it can uh, it can get far worse, according to this. So uh, let's uh, this is the weirdest thing we're going to see. So let's take a look.
3: Oh, great, uh,
0: Patricia. Yes. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> Uh-huh. You've been listening to the Aaron Messer show. I think we're done.
3: Yeah, we're done. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: no, what, no, uh,
3: no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, done. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, done.
0: yeah. I think uh, we're not going to watch that. Um, so, uh, Patricia, thanks for being on the show and surviving this with me.
3: Yeah, Glad to do it, as always.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, if you want to, if you like listening to this show, and if you're, you know, or if you've uh, wonder why you've ever done it, uh, it's uh, Facebook.com/slash forward Aaron Messer Twitter is at uh, Aaron Messer Show. Uh, arometa.tumblr. and also here on YouTube as well. If you want to listen to the uh, podcast, it's a uh, it's a uh, P- uh, iTunes, uh, Player FM, Stitcher, also on iHeartRadio as well. So uh, yeah, definitely check us out and uh, yeah, and also uh, just to keep reminding you, uh, ask Craig twenty seventeen at arometa. if you want to get your questions in for Craig Ball. The deadline is seventeenth of September twenty seventeen. Also, the deadline is the seventeenth of September as well for the uh, Hey Arnold fan day. So uh, guests at arometa. for that as well. So uh, thank you very much for checking out the show. And uh, we will see you very soon. Take care and bye-bye for now.
3: Bye.